hey fans, we all love some good music. A variety of music. What if we could bring Chriswell Studios to you 24-7? That's a long work schedule. Maybe, but you know, we just might have it. The best variety of music from multiple decades live on your phone 24-7 with our Gay Orlando Live online radio station. Better known as Go Live. Download the TuneIn app and search for Go Live or go to kristenwill.com for more info. So, tune, tune in. in. 24-7 worldwide. Feel the hits. Go live. Today's episode is brought to you by MEI Travel. Go to MEI-Travel.com to book your dream vacation today. Tell MEI Travel that Chris and Will, the Prince Charmings of Podcasting, sent you for some special grand discounts. W-A-O-L Sponsored by Climate First Bank, where you can bank as yourself. And MEI Travel. Plan your Disney dream vacation with MEI Travel. Today's show is a special media broadcast of Christmas in Memphis in Memphis, Tennessee. Brought to you by Memphis Tourism. Welcome to What About Our Life with Chris and Will. The Prince Charmings of Podcasting. Hello, Charmers. Welcome to another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. How are you guys? You can talk. <laughs> yes. I'm just in awe, really. Just, yes. Yes, really. <laughs> we are here for another special media broadcast. You know, we've been doing from last season to now into the new season. We've been doing a lot of adventure filmings for media events and press conferences and in tourism areas and so we are here in memphis tennessee we are working with the memphis tourism yay and they invited <laughs> us here to experience the best of memphis and some of the secrets of memphis and uh, you know what memphis is all about things that you would never know that you would experience in Memphis in all the great good do. way. Yes, that you, you would have, have to, to do. do. <laughs> so we are very fortunate to be here in Memphis. We're very happy about it. Uh, we've got so many things to talk about, but we do want to remind you that you want to be watching the other side of this broadcast on our vlogcast because, you know, we're going to have some interviews here on this show that you won't see on the other show. But uh, and we're going to talk about our experiences, but you need to see those experiences. Mm -hmm. You really do. You need to get a point of view experience by watching our vlogcast on the Spotify app. So this is what you need to do. You need to get the Spotify app on your smart TV. You know, the TVs where you can download streaming networks. Yep. Spotify has an app. It is free. You can use your Spotify account. Your Spotify account, correct. Or you can create a Spotify account. Yep. It is totally free. And you're going to type in what about our life adventures. 
and you can watch our visual part of our Memphis, Tennessee show, plus other shows that we've done for the Adventure Series on Spotify. Mm. You can also go to our website at chrisandwill.com. Go to the Chris Will Network, and episodes will be there as well. But uh, you'll have to use your browser if you use your TV or your phone to do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just remember that if you're listening to What About Our Life, which is this show, the podcast on Spotify, you can find the What About Our Life Adventures show on the same app on your phone. But you probably will not be able to watch it because you got to see it. It's yeah. a visual show. So What About Our Life Adventures is stuff that you watch you know, with your eyes. Um, And what about our life? This show is what you listen to. With With your your ears. With with your ears, (laughs) of course. Or however the miraculous ways you do things that we just don't want to know. You know, so, but we are, we hope that you're having a wonderful time. A wonderful season is the holidays. And we're here experiencing Christmas in Memphis. Amazing. Just, yes. Wow. <laughs> Very much amazing. Well, let's let's see. Let me pull out some notes here and talk a little bit about, um, you know, geez, what's um, what's going on? So we get the n- correct names and titles. Well, yes, yes. We are staying at the Hotel Napoleon, which is off of uh, Corner Street, BB King, and Madison, Madison. and we are literally. The ceilings in this room oh. is like almost like oh, like twelve feet tall. Yeah, it looks like a little loft, which is so cool. Yes, you look out the windows and you can see the Peabody Hotel. You can mm-hmm. see downtown because we are staying in downtown Memphis. The hotel is an upscale boutique type hotel with fifty eight rooms and two suites, and. It was built in 1902. Wow. Yes, but you didn't know that. And it was added to the National Historic Places in 1983. Huh. It is one of the finest turn-of-the-century commercial buildings. And, you know, there's a bar here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a bar here. There's a fitness center here. That's right. Um, you know, there's a, a, quite a few amenities. There's a refrigerator in the room. Yep. Uh, which I'm glad that we had. Uh, so, yeah, and it's convenient. Okay, so this is a little off, but I like it because the refrigerator, it's not just out in plain view. It's actually like one of the drawers, but it's like a big cabinet thing. It's designed very well. Yeah. And the interesting thing about it, the beds are very comfortable. Oh, my gosh. Uh Sammy, when he likes to be bad, we just put him in the bed and he goes <laughs> right to sleep once he's figured a comfortable spot we don't want to get out of bed and it's so cozy once we figured out the curtains and how to get the curtains to close That's completely right. yes it's like oh my gosh we just want to sleep that's all we we were trying we were scheduling sleep yes. during the day because uh-huh. they send when we do things like this we always have itineraries they set up our schedule so we know where to go where we have to be and so forth and Sometimes we just got to rearrange some things so we can snooze when you get one of those beds that you just want to go. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But for me, I love laying down in the bed and looking up at the curtains because they're so 
Yes. Very tall. (laughs) It is a beautiful hotel. Yes. And we are actually going to be interviewing the manager, and she's going to talk a little bit more about Napoleon. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. But, um, but yeah, it's a wonderful hotel. Like I said, it's walking distance and, um, a great note about it. The staff is very friendly here. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's very family oriented. A lot of celebrities have stayed here. They've hosted a lot of events here. Yep. And the parking is a parking garage next door. That's right. And so your car is safe. Everything's wonderful. Yes. Everything is wonderful. So whatever you've heard or seen on TV about Memphis, I'm going to tell you, we've been here for a while. Yep. I Nothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. No problems, no issues. That doesn't mean that they don't have them, but every place that you go on vacation, downtown, any place, they all have issues. And I can promise you that those issues are really, are, are really hard to find, I guess. Yeah. For At least for us. It's not that they're not here. They're here. I'm sure they are. But don't let that stop you from coming to Memphis. Because yeah. the one thing I've noticed about Memphis since while we've been here, we've been here for a couple of years, a couple of years. <laughs> we've been here for a couple, a couple of days, days. <laughs> and we're re- doing the recording right before we start uh, wrapping things up. But um, the one thing I've noticed about the people that are here in Memphis, every body is grateful that you're here yes we have gotten thanked so much for coming here it's not even been funny and then ordinary people that we're not doing anything with that we just run into on the streets uh at locations they start asking say do you have any questions about the city do you have any and it's like wow who asks who who asks those questions because <laughs> nobody in florida does oh, that no. I mean, geez, you, you literally have to pay $100 just to ask a question in Florida. And here they're so open to um, giving you a great experience and telling you what's going on with that experience that um, they're eager for you to have a great time and enjoy your time here in Memphis. And for you to experience it the way you need to experience it. Yes, it's, it's, it's just, it's unique. Yeah. It's very, very, very unique. Well, when we got here, we checked in. We got everything situated in the hotel, got Sammy situated. We were treated out to a fine dining uh, restaurant on Main Street called The Lobbyist. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We tried all kinds of foods. We had. We did. We had um, grits. What was oh. it? Gosh, it was squash, something corn mash. It was called corn yeah. mash. It was squash, like grits, mm-hmm. mixed. It was grits and something of that. And then uh, we had. I had steak. And then what did you have? Well, um, it was. I also had potatoes. We had some rich potatoes, which were really good. Yeah, I think what I had was. It was sort of like how it was described to us was like an Indian mac and cheese. Yes, that's right. right. That's right. You had the spices of the of the Indian flavors. Yeah. That was put into like a mac and cheese, like almost a pasta. It was really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, and it's interesting because one of the quotes that, that we got about the restaurant, because everything we do, you know, you guys, we, we talk about things like this all the time. Part of our career and part of what we do 
is as the talent, as the host, it's always important that we have information about where we're going mm-hmm. or who we're interviewing or what we're talking about because we don't want to miss anything and we don't want to give wrong information. Right. So when we do the tourism stuff, the one thing I love when um, everybody does the schedules for us, they give us information about where we're going, including restaurants. Yes. And the one of the quotes that I got for it, it goes, we believe that food is a reflection of who we are and where we come from at the lobbyist. We strive to reflect our nation's melting pot of culture using global styles while utilizing what area farmers have to offer. Hmm. Menus change with availability, featuring local meats and focus on seasonal produce. Wow. So I love that because Mm -hmm. every place that we have gone to has a specialty in this town. Yeah. Everything yeah. is special. Yes, yes. And they have commercial, but at the end of the day, when you go to the local places, they're handcrafted, and we love local oh. restaurants. Everything is yeah. handcrafted. Um, we do have pictures of the food, the hotel, and everything in the visual, so you want to watch it on What About Our Life Adventures, of course. And, yeah, you mm-hmm. just you don't want to miss a part of this adventure it's been it's been very exciting but first we're going to talk a little bit more about the hotel we're going to go meet our wonderful friend here at the hotel napoleon and we're going to talk to her really really quick so uh don't go nowhere let's go right on into that interview we're going to take a quick seconds to get ready and then we're going to go talk to her downstairs yeah great stuff has happened while we've been here in Memphis, Tennessee. And with us right now is Mickey Stevens, the general manager of Hotel Napoleon. Thank you for this. This has been such a delight. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. I'm very blessed and so excited to have you both here as our guest and your sweet baby dog too. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Yes, 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 yes. I do got to say just being here has been such a joy. So thank you so much for your warm welcome. Thank you. And that's really what we want to go for is we want our guests to have a really good experience where they're here. We want it to be like a home away from home. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So tell our listeners um, more about the hotel. Well, the hotel is Hotel Napoleon. Uh, mm-hmm. It was originally built in 1902. The really? itself, yes. Wow. Uh, by Napoleon Hill. Um, not not the one that wrote the uh, self-help book, but uh-huh. the other one. Okay. Uh, and uh, anyway, it was originally built then, and then the owners of the property saw the building, absolutely loved it, uh-huh. and they decided to make a boutique hotel out of it. Wow. So there's a ton of history in this building right here then. Oh, yes. It's been many things over the years. Originally, it was the Press Cemetery, which was our evening newspaper for the city. Really? So that was fun. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. So do you think when people come to visit and stay at this hotel, they're going to feel some of that 
nostalgia or history. Oh, yes. Uh, and in our lobby, we have some of the sample old newspapers that they can go and look through. And um, so, yeah, some people come specifically for the history. Wow. So there's a theme here. And also, you guys offer a lot of other stuff, too. Um, what would you say is one of the greatest features of your hotel? Uh, the staff. Really okay. the staff. We're all about the service and really making our guests feel welcome when they're mm -hmm. here. And uh, we just want this to be like a home away from home. So the staff is definitely the shining stars. Wow. Wow. So one thing that I did find out about this is that it is the building part of the historic one of the historic landmarks in town? It is. It is. And so when they were going through the remodel process, they had several things that they had to follow along with to keep in that standing. Uh -huh. And so they've done that. So we're still on the historical registry. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And then, so when people come to visit Memphis... This is actually like a huge part of it then. Oh, yes, definitely. Memphis has a lot of history. They're doing a lot of buildings that are being uh, renovated. And so we're excited about that for the city and especially for downtown. Uh -huh. And we're glad to be part of one of those. Wow, incredible. So when guests come to visit the Hotel Napoleon, they're definitely going to love just being in the room. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about what the feel of the room is like. Um, the room, I would say, is, uh, I mean, it's cozy. Uh, most of the rooms are uh, nice in size, so uh -huh. you have plenty of room to, to spread about. And, um, you know, they have all the basic things. But we also try to, uh, with each of our guests, we try to put little goodie bags or little things like uh, Christmas is coming up. So yes. we're, uh, everybody today that arrives will have um, a candy cane made out of towels and actual, a real old-fashioned style candy cane in the room. Oh. Oh, wow. I've got one right there on the, the bed across oh, the way there that you oh can see. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those little nuances and touches really make a huge difference. I think so. And we, again, we just want to, whatever we can do to make it a wonderful experience for the guests. Mm -hmm. And so this is not a very large hotel because... You have, now correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. is it 58 rooms in the hotel? It is. It's uh, 56 rooms. Oh, and 56. Two, okay. And two suites, so 58 Oh, total. okay. <laughs> yeah. And so we are, we're probably the smallest little property downtown. But uh -huh. again, um, you know what we make up, we make up for in attitude and uh, our service. Definitely. So, yeah. And it's very felt. So we are very thankful for that. And I also feel like because it's a smaller hotel, you're going to feel more of that home, like you had just talked about, that homely feel. Yes. And I think that makes a difference too, because there are lots of places that people can stay here, um, but this is going to be a totally new experience for people who haven't stayed here. I think so. I mean, there are, obviously there are a lot of great properties downtown, and they have uh, a number of amenities. Mm -hmm. And in some of those things that we don't have, again, we really try to focus on cleanliness and service. Uh -huh. um, just trying to do more of the personal touch with our guests and be yes. engaged one-on-one -on -one as much as possible. Yes. Um, I Real quickly, I wanted to touch on something else. So on one of the rooms, um, they have really tall ceilings. Yes. <laughs> Can you talk about what you think historically that meant for people either staying here or 
any other thing that you would like to share about it? Well, again, um, so you're in one of the rooms that's uh, one of the taller rooms, uh, taller ceilings. And again, it's part of keeping the historic build that's uh, still part of the building. And all of those, they have uh, the beautiful crown molding original to the building. Yes, yes. They have the stained glass in the building. So Uh we've really tried to incorporate that. And then, of course, you have almost more like a... Victorian, uh, which we're not far from Victorian Village here, ah. um, kind of a feel in the rooms, but obviously with a modern spin on that. Yes, yes. A, a, a great potpourri, as I would like to think yes, about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, um, where can people uh, book for to stay here at the hotel? And any other uh, information you would like to share? Sure. Well, they can always call and book direct because we love that. And yes. then we're also affiliated with Choice Hotel, so uh, they can book directly through them. Okay. Uh, and then also all the third parties have a setup on. So, okay. But again, booking direct is always the best. Uh, we'll always meet or beat whatever rates people see out there. And again, we like to get to know our guests and find out if there's anything they need in particular when they're coming in, what they're coming for. Uh, if they're coming to celebrate a special occasion, we like to try to go ahead and have some little extra goodies in the room. Oh, you know, nice. So we're all about, again, how can we create the best guest experience? And we are really striving to have return guests. Uh, We love our all our guests, but we especially are excited about our repeat guests. Oh, well, that's a delight to hear. Well, again, Mickey, thank you so much just for this. It's been such a joy. Well, thank you so much. You um, both have been a blessing to be here with us and I hope to see you again in the future. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. So she's so giddy. Yes. So nice. (laughs) We like, we, every time we would run into her in the hall, she would always talk about Sammy and the precious little dog and and so much. So we, we've definitely enjoyed our time here at Napoleon. Yes. And uh, we appreciate her uh, and everything she's done for us. She gave the dog some toys and some treats for Christmas. Yeah. And we got some some goodies from her. So we're very excited about that. So we do want to thank them for coming on the show and expressing more about Napoleon. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, you know, talking about Rocky and how he's a, just a miniature Leslie Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that's that's incredible. So it's been a wonderful experience. We're so excited about it. But we're going to have to take a quick break and uh when we come back, we're going to have more of our time here in Memphis. It's uh Christmas in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Today's commentary is brought to you by I'm Cammy, and I want to tell you about one of the most amazing places in the world, Give Kids the World Village. It's a magical place where kids with critical illnesses come from all over the world for one amazing week. They get to visit Central Florida's coolest theme parks, celebrate at nightly parties, and enjoy delicious meals. And it doesn't cost them a thing. To learn more about how this magical place works and how you can help, visit GiveKidsTheWorld.org. Life. Life matters. Your life matters. Everything about you matters. Yes, we know at times life can be hard and hard to deal with. Dealing with it is only temporary. When you dream, we know you dream big. You dream to live and live like every day is a dream coming true. The Prince Charmings of Podcasting want you to know we got you. We love you. 
We want you to dream. Our programming is, yes, an adventure, a moment of our life, a night out in the town, or even a question of our life. Together, we all share the same interest, the dream of equality and well-being. What you experience in our programming is experienced as we hope you'll get to experience them. Because in some way, we're with you. These are safe places for us and for you. Our team only produces programming that can enrich all of us. These are places that will accept you, be there for you, and will welcome everything about you. So when watching something from Chris and Will, we guarantee that in person, you'll be safe. These are the moments of which you can not only dream, but be a part of. This is our honor to provide you with the open doors to a life in which people respect the real person that you choose to be. We got you. We love you. We do it for you. ChrisandWill.com is your home to locating, watching, feeling, listening, and experiencing all the things you'll need to live your own life. The Chris and Will Experience. This is a safe place for you. Love yourself, and the world will love you in return. Charm the world this holiday season with peace on earth and with your own charming ways. And check out Chris and Will's holiday programming. Go to chrisandwill.com via Chris Will Network. Plus, check out their social media platforms. Instagram at chris.and.will. TikTok, Prince Charming's a podcast. Facebook at The Real Prince Charmings. Check out all the holiday programmings, events, interviews, and so much more this holiday season. From all of us to all of you, happy holidays from the Prince Charmings of podcasting, Chris and Will and Chris and Will's great grand team. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We're so glad that you're returning with us. We're here in Memphis, Tennessee. We're doing our adventures broadcast for What About Our Life adventures on your smart TV Spotify app. Uh-huh. Here on our What About Our Life podcast on your iHeartRadio app or your favorite podcast player. Doing a broadcast here in Memphis, Tennessee from Memphis Tourism. Yeah. You know, we forgot to mention Memphis Tourism gave us a gift bag when we got here, too. That's right. Yeah. And you can put your game in there because it was a backpack that had goodies in it, like shirts and uh, mints and uh, pens and different things like that. Yeah. But the backpack fit your um, Nintendo Switch. Yes. He's been looking for one of those. So, uh, so now you can walk around with your Memphis backpack and everybody's going to know you're going to have your game in it. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we, we got that when we got in 
And then here we are rolling. Let's roll into to the second day. Okay. Okay. So the second day, gosh, let me pull out my notes again. Cause you know, I just can't have them in front of me. <laughs> so on the second day, you guys, um, where did we start off? We went to the arcade restaurant. That's right. Yes. We yes, did. Yes. It, breakfast started with the arcade restaurant. It was founded in 1919 uh, from a Greek family. Oh. There's a theme here. Have you I'm noticed that? I'm noticing this. Yes. Every restaurant we've gone to has been owned by somebody from Greece. Oh, yeah. Yes, because the one from uh, the one that we did today, the Italian restaurant, the family was Greek. Really? Yes. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Oh. Um, it is like a uh, 50s cafe or 30s. It's a it's a diner. It's a diner. It's an old diner. Yeah. There's a little story in there. They've hosted a lot of different celebrities. Uh, Elvis had his own booth there. He That's would go right. there and they called it the Elvis booth. And a lot of people want to go sit in the Elvis booth yep. to have dinner. Mm -hmm. It's... Um, it's crazy and it's family owned so it's it's a it's a family owned restaurant so it's locally owned that's right and if you go to the visual show the vlogcast um kelsey takes us on a grand tour yeah yeah so you'll get to see a tour of the restaurant including the elvis booth you guys <laughs> so we got to have that and of course you you'll have to go and try everything out there oh yeah yeah um a lot of history with it a lot of history a lot of history in it. and it's really cute i love those old style diners yes yes yeah, like yes. a mel's diner or something like this this is like memphis's mel's diner so to speak you know <laughs> um it, it 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 was great so we did that we, that was yeah. off of main street south main street in yep. downtown memphis mm -hmm. then after that we went to the famous sun studios that's right got a grand tour of the sun studios now the sun studios was built and ran by sam phillips correct who was a memphis disc jockey and he gosh he he his assistant, as it was, discovered Elvis Presley. That's right. That's right. Elvis mm -hmm. sang, came in to sing a song for his mother's birthday. And it was a recording studio at the time. And he came in, I think it was what they said, $3. I think so, they yeah. $3, yeah. I think, uh, to record a song. And the assistant did the recording because she knew how to do it all. And... Um, she felt that there was something in this guy and and the rest became right history. and also back then because of what was used to do the recordings it was only a one take yes it was a one-time deal because it was on vinyl and and it kind of we kind they kind of talked a little bit about how vinyls are made which we don't remember that much but if you watch the vlog cast <laughs> There's some information there, too, about that. So you'll need to do that. But Sun Studios has seen the likes of Jerry Lee Lewis, which was one of their favorite. Uh, well, not, well, no, not their favorite. I'm sure he was their favorite, but he was one of their biggest yeah, I was about to say, selling yeah. artists uh -huh. for Sun Studios. Yep. Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Johnny Cash. That's right. Ike Turner, B.B. King, just, just to name a few. Yeah. Um, and from my understanding, they, they don't, 
No, actually, they still do recordings in that studio today. They do. Not Sun Studios and not under Sun Records. Right. But it's a studio. It was a recording. It was Memphis Recording Services is what they called it. I yes. think it's something of that nature. And that's what they still do today over mm -hmm. at Sun Studios. And when you walk in there, you get to walk upstairs and you get to see behind the glass all these great albums what a um disc jockey before radio station looked like back in the day oh yeah older equipment oh, what yeah. sun studios look like and then after that you go downstairs and you actually go in the sun studio of how it looked back then it is not a replica you guys yeah it is the actual sun studio in fact um when you go to graceland their setup of Sun Studios is replicated. And when we remember when we walked in that That's part of the museum right. yes, and we're like, yes. wow, they the details of what it looks I like is felt accurate. Like, like, is this yes. going through it once more? Because yes. um Yes. So so it it's the it's very authentic. It it is absolutely it is authentic. authentic. Yes. So you'll <laughs> want to start off with that. And but and well just a comment on the studio itself. So not only get you get to go in the studio, but you actually get to see the front door and the assistant's desk. And then you walk in and you can see um, not you get to stand in the studio. And they also have uh, markings on the floor where Elvis stood. Yes, they do. Um, so you get to take a picture with one of the original microphones from yep. sun studios from back in the day mm -hmm. so we did that so it was very enjoyable it was it was really nice we have done some of this stuff before we came to memphis for a day or two back in 2012 and we took the sun studios tour and it, everything has changed and we it's just it's really nice it's mm. really nice well following that you go into the there was you go into lunch it was lunch at the beauty shop now it's a 50s-style beauty shop, formerly Priscilla Presley's Curl and Dye Spot. Hmm. It's The facade is like a Jetsons era. Yes. <laughs> and yes, you can dine underneath a hooded Belvedere hairdryer in the restaurant. Interesting. <laughs> yes, very interesting. That's on South Cooper Street in Memphis. Sun Studios is off of Union Avenue Yes, in Memphis. Then we took the grand tour of Graceland. Graceland, the home of Elvis Presley. Yes. The home of Elvis Presley. We took the Christmas tour which we learned is different than the original tour. The original tour doesn't have tour guides, we learned, whereas the Christmas tour does. And the Christmas tour has all the Christmas decorations. Now, here is something that we thought was a little confusing, but I can see it. You can't take the Christmas tour at night. Right. Which is kind of disappointing because you would want to see the Christmas lights that are in the lawn. At night. Right, right. Now, again, you're going to want to go to the vlogcast, see the pictures. They still have original facades like the uh, manger scene and the Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's actually Merry Christmas to all, I think. Yes, it, it was originally, that is what Elvis bought when he was alive. And it's in its exact 
spot on where Elvis put it during Christmas. Now, Christmas yeah. was Elvis's favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a tons of toys all over the place because he spoiled Lisa Marie, mm-hmm. of course. And then the Christmas tree, of course, still has the tinsel on it. Apparently, they take the tinsel off of it every year, mm-hmm. put it in a box, preserve it, and then put the same tinsel back in the same spot that it was and how it was with Elvis and Christmas. Yeah, and there's got to be a little intensive care with that, too. And the fact that it's so well-preserved, I think that's it really, really important. It is. It is. And, you know, what's interesting about it, about the house, this was the first time that we took the tour in the house, and the one thing that I've noticed is there's carpet everywhere. The rooms are very much themed. It's like a mystery house. Yes. Loves mirrors. Yes. Yes. Absolutely loves mirrors. Well, one thing that I think you had mentioned was when we looked at the kitchen, the kitchen it has, has carpet. carpet. <laughs> can you believe that? It has carpet in it. And nobody can figure out why it's got carpet in it. And the only thing I can think of is maybe during the winter time they don't want to walk on cold floor. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. And then the pool room with all that fabric. So the pool room. So there's a pool table in the room and you look at the walls. The walls and you, you look you at the look ceiling. Up, it's the, it looks it's like all it's the same. Fabric. It's, it's the same like, well, how many fabric. yards? Do you remember? 400, it was 400, 400 yards? yards of fabric that is folded up. Looks so creative. Again, you need to go on the vlog cast to see what we're talking about. But um, I think the reason why they put that there was because in that room, I think the sound projected so much. He didn't – the sound projected so much that he didn't want anybody else in the house to hear what was going on. So they did that as soundproofing. Right, right. Which is a brilliant idea. Yeah. Because you got to remember his parents lived there and uh, his aunt lived there and then you had – Elvis, and then whenever Elvis had um, married uh, Priscilla, I would imagine, then Lisa Marie came around. You had a lot of people that lived there. And there's so many ups and downs and so many hallways. Mirrors, that that one mirror thing where you go down the stairs and there's mirrors on the ceiling and there's mirrors on on the the sides. sides, And you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be, this is going to (laughs) make you different. And then the jungle room. Now, we talked about this when we saw the jungle room, the famous jungle room. uh, Again, every room is themed and it's well put together and it's very much color coded. And he went through, especially during the holidays, he went through and took curtains off of the windows and switched the curtains to a holiday curtain every season that's a lot of work Mm -hmm. that is a lot of work and especially if you look at the velvet style of those curtains again that's still a lot of work but the jungle room going back to the jungle room small well it's actually a den it's a den yeah and we didn't you you know when you see it on tv and you see it on different things like that you don't expect it to be you expect it to be big Uh or bigger i should say right and um it's not. It's not. It's not disappointing, but it's no. It's just for me. There was so yeah. You get to see the plants and stuff, you know. Yes. But I think I was more fascinated with just the green. Uh, 
I can't re recall the fabric at the moment, but just looking at that plain, maybe it was yes. the carpet or yes. you know what I'm yes. trying to think it of. Was, there, there's so much, um, gosh, it's, it's, uh, I know what you're talking about. It's not velvet. It's not, yeah. it's not lace. It's that kind of feathery type carpet on there. Yeah. 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 Is what it is. I can't think of the name of it. It'll come to me when we're stopped recording. <laughs> But um, the rest of the tour was great. Uh, you take, you go outside of the house, you go and you see the racquetball room. You go see archives, memorabilia. You know, you liked the racket. I really enjoy, I've, I really felt a presence of like just. Up, it was a, uplifting and uplifting. comforting. I yeah. always I felt that um, that was a grand place on where he vented a lot of his stress out <laughs> and regained some positive energy. I would imagine because racquetball kind of will do that to you. Yeah. Um, and then once you go back to the main facility, there are other museums where you can walk through, which you can spend all day there. The archives, you can see different things that Elvis collected over the course of the years. The awards room. Oh my gosh, the wall. <laughs> <laughs> a wall of awards and then the outfits the costumes the walls okay. from bottom to top so of costumes this you have to you have to watch on the vlog cast yes but i will tell you if you thought that you had seen jumpsuits you look at this exhibit not only are you going to see just a row of jumpsuits i mean yeah you might have seen like one or two on display you're going to see stacks and stacks. Hundreds, I would have to say, of, of, well, yeah, because if you look at the cubicles and you count how many cubicles, cubicles, and they were stacked on top of each other, and then you, and, and then you look at how many cubicles went across and how many cubicles went up, and then you, there were actually, Three stacks were, yeah. of those cubicles. So you probably will get close to a, a hundred. And then you have a few uh, in other places that weren't just right there. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Yes, you have to. And then the cars, the pink Cadillac is in there. You <laughs> right. You can see that. Um, then they have a section uh, of where different celebrities have gotten inspiration. And you know what I thought about that I, I want to say I missed? And maybe I didn't. Prince. Yeah. Prince had a lot of Elvis-inspired outfits. Right. That's one that wasn't mentioned in there. Unless we missed unless it. Unless we missed it. Uh, or unless the, the estate didn't allow them to have it. But Prince was definitely oh, yeah. one of those time periods. And it almost kind of makes you wonder if... And, and we didn't get to ask this question, but it also makes you wonder if Elvis got the inspiration of some of his jumpsuits from Liberace. Hmm. Liberace had a lot of uh, outrageous costumes back in the day. So I'm wondering if there is inspiration from one or the other. Right, right. If Elvis, if Elvis just came up with this stuff and Liberace decided to do it, or if Liberace came up with this stuff and Elvis decided to do it. So it's an wow. interesting question. Yeah. Interesting question. And then they have they have a Lisa Marie themed room. Um, what I really liked was they had a full picture of her on the wall. They did. It was but a beautiful picture. But then what picture. was interesting is if you look to the right, 
it's the same dress that she was wearing in that picture. Yes. And then they have behind the scenes of the Elvis film that we enjoyed that came out earlier this year. Yes. Uh, so, or last year, I should say, or, yeah, yeah, that was up for Oscars for this year. That's right. Um, and then you have plenty of shopping, anything Elvis that you can think of. The complex is very big. We forgot about the planes. We did go to the planes. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes, yes. we did go. That was the first thing that we did is the Lisa Marie plane. And you got to see what a private jet looks like. So when you, you actually have to walk up steps to get inside yeah, like the plane. like you would on the plane. Well, yes, but... Yeah. You know, for people who usually go through a terminal yes, or yes. whatever, that's what I'm Now, you did the explain. smaller words, which was the hound dog plane. Yes, You I went in did. that one. I did not go in that one. What was the difference between that one and the, um, the plane? So that one, there was, like, no walking room at all. Basically, you look to the left, it's the pilot area, and then you look to the right, and it's just seats. But it's very, very small, like... Oh, I yeah. would imagine it looked small. Yeah. Uh, looked very much small. Uh, but the complex is big. They have a, they have several food outlets, diners there that you can go and experience, uh, several interactive, the Sirius XM Elvis channel broadcasts there. Mm -hmm. Uh, they do tours every day, I think. They may be closed during specialty times, but right now they're doing the Christmas tour. The Christmas tour again gives you uh, a guided tour and you get to see the house all decorated. And you get to learn a lot about what Elvis loved about the holidays. And, um, you know, I, I, I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, they said 19 Christmases he spent in that house? Or... I can't, we can't I, remember. But there, from the time he that he bought the them. house, yeah. from the time that he got the house... To the time that he died, mm -hmm. um, there were three Christmases that he did not spend yes. at the house. I do yes, know that. Yes, yes. Um, one of them was because he was filming. Uh, and so they spent Christmas, I think, in Las Vegas. I think it's where it was. I, I want to say that. But they do go through that at the beginning of the tour and talk to you about um, his time. He loved to spend time with family, which is really nice. So we did spend a lot of time at Grayson. Yeah. Spent quite a few hours. You can definitely spend a lot of time at uh, Graceland. And then we ventured out over through Beale Street, which is in Memphis. Now, Graceland is on Elvis Presley Boulevard or Parkway, whichever one it's called. It's Elvis Presley. Just find it. <laughs> um, Beale Street, which is in downtown Memphis, yep. has all the great joints, clubs, and restaurants, shops, and experiences that you'll have here in Memphis. Great place to go out at night. Very decored out. Got a picture of the Christmas tree for Memphis. Yep. And then we dined at the Majestic Grill for dinner. Okay, so one thing I really enjoyed about that one is the aesthetic. Because, yes, yes. when you walk up to it, you have that, that, that aesthetic vibe to it. But when you walk in, what I really love is that it has the theme of the was it a silent movie it was, that was playing? It was a silent movie. That is because it was once a silent movie theater. Wow. That's why it has that. Um, it has upscale, upscale cuisine at a moderate price, which is funny. Yes. Because we had hamburgers. 
We did. <laughs> but they were good hamburgers and I mean, Parmesan fries. Oh. oh, my goodness. It was so good. And well, I, and well, I did okay, have so, the okay. tortilla so soup. So I usually eat my fries first. You ate the burger first. I ate the burger first. You were a hungry little devil. (laughs) But uh, Majestic Grill's on South Main Street, Memphis, downtown Memphis, Tennessee. It was so good. It was really good. It was. It was, gosh, it was really, really, really good. So, um, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can tell our Memphis trip so far has been incredible at that. We've had plenty of food. (laughs) Uh, that we did not say no to. We've been treated very well from a lot of generous people, and we really are going to miss it here so much. But um, we have to take another break. So when we come back, we're going to talk about our last few days here in Memphis, Tennessee. And we got one more interview for you that's very special that uh, revolves around food again, a family restaurant. How about that? So don't go nowhere. So we're going to be right back. Chris and Will introducing you to an amazing getaway. For the first time, we both treated ourselves to a day of pampering. If you're in the Tampa, Florida area, then please make sure to treat your own self to a day like we did at Spa Nirvana, a sanctuary for face and body, a spa day for men and women. The staff is so friendly, the place is clean, looks amazing, and the best of it, they're following the safety guidelines during these current times. Truly a professional environment. The cost isn't bad neither. Make your appointment today. Imagine a day where you can get the most incredible stress-free relaxing massage, body work, facial rejuvenation, and microdermabrasion. They have so much more to offer, including their signature facial services, including an aluminum oxide-free crystal microdermabrasion facial, the lifting facial of mature skin, and the most comprehensive, purifying, deep cleansing facial. Plus, you just can't beat the environment of soothing music healthy snacks and drinks and you just have to see it for yourself guys it's totally worth it this is a weekly thing for us now and i can't wait to go again this is a chris will highly recommendation spanirvana.com is the website you can go to kristenwill.com for the link as well spa nirvana 811 court street clearwater florida 33756 call 727-447-7546 to make your appointment today. Services are by appointment only and they are filling up fast. So treat yourself, your inner self, to a vacation day at Spa Nirvana. In order to be me, I have to be comfortable with my life. At Climate First Bank, we believe that being you is important. So we made our banking even more comfortable so you can be the person you need to be. We've introduced Pride Banking, a Climate First Bank checking account dedicated to supporting the LGBTQ plus community. With us, you can be comfortable and be all of you. You can even use your preferred name on your debit card. Free Pride Banking checks are included with your account with no minimum account balance required and no monthly account fees. When you set up a qualifying direct deposit account, Climate First Bank donates $50 to a nonprofit partner within the LGBTQ plus community. At Climate First Bank, we believe in you. Be even more comfortable with your life and enjoy our stress-free pride banking. Go enjoy your life with a Climate First Bank pride banking account. Learn more and open your account today at apply.climatefirstbank.com pride. 
Hello, Chamas. My name is Traveler Chomcod. I am the official host of the all-new Chris and Will show called What About Our Life Adventures, exclusively on the Chris Will Network and Spotify. Make sure you go and log on to your Spotify free account via your smart TVs or your phones and watch their all-new adventure series traveling all across the globe. So join me, Sammy, their manager, Tabby, and Chris and Will, plus so many other guests for the all-new What About Our Life adventures, exclusively on the Chris Will Network at kristenwill.com and Spotify via your free account. You gotta watch it, because it's a vlogcast, not an audio show. So it's video and audio. So we'll see you on Spotify for What About Our Life adventures, chrisandwill.com. Let's change the way we do the world. Let's nurture habits that lead to better habitats in a more sustainable future for all. Get started at audubonnatureinstitute.org slash action. Wander, dream, take flight, and see the lights. Chris and Will invite you to be a part of Night of a Million Lights and your VIP tour at Give Kids the World Village for the holidays of 2023. In Kissimmee, Florida is this amazing organization that helps critical ill kids from all over the globe. And your purchase ticket to be a VIP guest goes towards helping to fund a child's dream vacation here in Central Florida. For the first time ever, the doors are open and you get to walk the grounds and see all this magnificent magic take place and Night of a Million Lights from the old Osborne family Christmas lights from back in the day, Disney MGM Studios and Disney Hollywood Studios. So be a part of the magic, help this organization and be a part of the VIP tour experience with activities, tour guides and your VIP guest badges to see Night of a Million Lights and to see Give Kids the World Village. Go to givekidstheworld.org or gktw.org for all your information and to purchase your tickets. You can also go to christenwheel.com. Give Kids the World Village is an amazing charity organization and we are glad to be partnered with it. So join the Prince Charmings of Podcasting this holiday season as we give you the dreams of night of a million lights and your VIP tour to Give Kids the World Village. Happy holidays from the Prince Charmings of Podcasting. The party is on. Over 72 hours of nonstop Pride events, May 30th through June 3rd, 2024. Join Chris and Will, the Prince Charmings of Podcasting, for nonstop media broadcasting in Orlando, Florida at one magical weekend. Typhoon Lagoon, House of Blues, after hour parties, pool parties, and so much more. Go to onemagicalweekend.com to start planning your trip to Pride in Orlando in June of 2024. Don't miss Chris and Will and your chance to hang out with the Prince Charmings of Podcasting. Go to OneMagicalWeekend.com, ChrisandWill.com for more information. Book your travel to all the Florida locations with our official brand sponsor, MEI Travel, at MEI-Travel.com or MouseFanTravel.com. Tell MEI Travel that Chris and Will, the Prince Charmings of Podcasting, sent you for some special grand discounts. It's One Magical Weekend for 2024. Every time you wished upon a star, 
Did you find your once upon a time? A time when your story began with a flight. A flight that took you to a place of magic. Day and night. It was your time to relax. Your time to smile and be in the moment. The moment you wished for yourself, your kids, your family, or even your special friends. No matter what you wish for, don't let your dream vacation just fade away. MEI Travel is the travel planner that can take you to a great big world of Disney or a place of wonder. No fees and no hidden charges. It's like a friend that wants to make your endless dreams come true with vacation needs. MEI Travel is your number one source for making your plans come true. Our free service is available to you and we're ready to help write your next life story. Dream your dream vacation with your dream budget today. MEI-Travel.com and MouseFanTravel.com The official travel company for Chris and Will, the Prince Charmings of podcasting. Don't let your dreams fade away. Just take flight and get away with MEI Travel. Today's episode is brought to you by MEI Travel. Right now, you can save on your vacation to Walt Disney World up to 25% or your vacation to Disneyland up to 15%. Go to mousefantravel.com deals and packages for more information. Specific dates, restrictions do apply. Go to mousefantravel.com deals and packages. Tell them Chris and Will, the Prince Charmings of Podcasting sent you and save today on on your dream Disney vacation. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed our partners as much as we enjoy them. And uh, we are again here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, from Memphis Tourism that's been giving us a great adventure our adventure series on your smart tv spotify app and of course our podcast channel that you're listening to now that's right on your favorite podcast later so you know the interesting thing about what we do and and our shows started out with celebrity interviews and then we started getting into we we started getting into media broadcasts where companies will invite us to broadcast special things that are going on special events uh, special happenings, and then we started going into tourism. Yeah, and we didn't know. And this maybe this is selfish for us to say it, but at the end of the day, who knew that you could get paid to go on vacation? Who knew? Maybe that's selfish. I don't know, but yes, that is a dream, ladies and gentlemen. It that is. It is a dream that you can do, and we're grateful for. We're it. very appreciative, and the fact that you can experience it how you want to experience it. It's not like, you know, go here, do this. Yes. And, you know, look at it. No, it's like, take it all in, you know? And, you know, the one thing, and they do this for a lot of people, and the one thing that that we get pointed out on, um, which is positive, is the fact that we tell the tourism boards and whoever books us that, you know, this is an experience that is for them it's not about Chris and Will. It's an experience that we share with you guys on point of view experiences and how we see it. And we tell them that it's our job to respect what they're inviting us to. It is our job to make sure that, you know, hey, look, that um, 
when we share it with you guys that this is what you can do. And you can actually do that because if you contact like Memphis Tourism and you ask them to set up an itinerary for you, they will do exactly what they're doing for us. Because what happens is, is our team puts together a great schedule with them. They put together a wonderful itinerary. It gets to Chris and Will and Chris and Will just goes and does it. And it gets a little exhausting, but at the end of the day, it's so much fun. It's breathtaking. It's entertaining. And we, we love every bit about it. I'm, I think my favorite part is connecting with the different people at the, the at each location. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So you're going to want to reach out to Memphis Tourism. Um, gosh, is it memphistourism.com, I think? We will, <laughs> we will have to look that up. Uh, go grab your phone. Go look it up. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you would want to get them to plan your itinerary just like they do with us. Everything from your dining experiences, because there are a lot of restaurants here that you would have never known that existed here without them. I mean, to be honest with you, to be honest, Willie's looking it up, you guys. This is what happens when you do live broadcasts because you're going to talk things that you just don't want to edit out. Because at the end of the day, that's just, that is just, why, why are you even saying that? Because at the end, it's funny. It's funny. I don't want to give them the wrong information. I told you that. So um, anyway, but we also learned a, a really new thing while we were here. We had a friend of ours that lived here, that lives here, loves Memphis. Uh, amongst everybody who lives here that loves Memphis. And she was telling me about a book, and we're going to have to find out what that book is. Have to have her on the show. But basically, a good way to get through life, through the good, through the bad, whatever life brings you, is to find a word and stick to that word and learn from it, accept that word, balance that word, and you're going to see things change in your life. So it was like, so if she goes, if there was one word that described what your life would have been for 2023, then um, what would it be? And I had said appreciated, appreciative, or appreciate. Because at the end of the day, I am very appreciative of everything that has happened, even the good, the bad, and everything else. So my my by following that word, I'm having a great balance with the good, and the bad, because even with the bad, I'm appreciative, like with what happened over the summer with health situations. Yes, you know, I appreciate that the fact that that happened because it gave me a new perspective on life. So, and I appreciate all the great that has happened through life. And so now by using that same word appreciate, that's going to set the tone to say, I need to go find more things to appreciate. Yeah. And I think that that's a good advice to have is to find a word that you can uh, revolve around the good, the bad from the past, the present to the future and see what you can do more with that word. And when you've challenged that word so to the point to where you can't do it anymore, then you find a different word. Or if it's too hard, find a different word. But find a balance that makes it to where you know that you can accomplish something with that goal, with that I that think word. it's really beneficial because if, for example, if you're telling yourself, all right, I'm going to do goals. I think that's too overwhelming. I think that you're going to worry yourself and you're just not going to focus on the simplistic thing that you need. So if you start with something really simple, 
then you're, everything will branch off of that. Yes. Goals are very intensive. And they, you know, for some people, goals are very in, easy to accomplish. For others, it's very complicated. But goals is a very heavy, big word. And I also feel like with goals, like, because sometimes we can be our own worst critic. And if you set goals, then I think you're going to be too harsh on yourself. Because, for example, you could set a goal and then you're going to get... You could get frustrated because you didn't accomplish it within a certain time yes. frame. You didn't do it a certain way. You didn't do it enough. Or you didn't, or yes. you overdid it. Whereas if you just have one word, that's all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that correlates with what we're about to go into for our third day uh, that we've had with it. Which? Um, um, well, breakfast, of course, was at Hive Bagel. Which is on South Front Street here in Memphis. And it's New York style bagels that are boiled in water mixed with Memphis's local and seasonal harvested honey with great crust and flavor. Gotta <laughs> mm, go back to that. Because mm -hmm. they have, it's all about beekeeping. We've had a lot of experience with bees. Yes, this I've year. noticed. Yes. <laughs> But anyway, going back into um, our our big point, I think everybody once in their life should go to this museum and experience it. It's the National Civil Rights Museum. It is inside the historic Lorraine Motel where civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated. You get to go through from the how it began from the beginning, from slavery to civil rights, to the rights of global rights for human beings, and even rights that we we try to push for our, for ourselves, like yeah. the gay community and so forth. And you get to see the rooms where Martin Luther King stayed in. It's a very emotional yeah. visit. Yeah. You get to see the actual bus from Rosa Parks. Yep, but not only that, you actually get to, if you choose to, you could actually step inside of the bus. Yes, you can. You can. Lots of reading, lots of exhibits for you to experience. Uh, on the outside, it does not look as big as it is. Right. It is amazing, but it's very emotional. It's very touching. It uh, really describes, um, gosh, is it too hard to say hate in the best form? But it really shows heroic ways of living through that. I think. And making a difference and setting a tone and having and setting an example. That and just, well, from an observer, from observing, because of course there's a lot of reading because it's a museum, but with feeling, feeling history. Yes. It can be very daunting, but at the same time, if you welcome the feeling, you accept it, learn from it, and you kind of just know what to do next. You do. And I know that sounds really in-depth, but going through that museum, there was so much history history there's a lot of history in memphis you guys 
lots of history. And that's what I think is important about Memphis is people see Graceland and that's really kind of all they see. There's more to just Graceland because even in Memphis, you know, Elvis himself experienced a lot of different places and gave a lot of different styles of his own to a lot of places here in Memphis. And a lot of stuff has happened and there's a, it's a big history. And if you love, I always say the one thing when you go to Washington, DC, the history in Washington, DC is, is amazing. Mm -hmm. There's so much of it. So when you go to cities and towns and downtowns, there's history that we learn from. We don't want to take away. We don't want to change. We want to learn from it. And I think that with Memphis, a lot has started here. A lot of change started here. You know, even when you go back to Elvis, because remember when Elvis first started, um, even with Jerry Lee Lewis, it was music back in the day. Rock and roll was the sound of the devil, if you remember that. So with here in Memphis, it's the change. They created the word change. I would have to credit them that. Because every things that happened here in Memphis changed the way that the world revolved and worked and saw things. And then over the count, over the years of the generation, it changed some more. Mm -hmm. So it's constantly changing because something started, something happened here in this city that made things different than the way they were. Right. And I think that this museum especially showcases that. Yes. And with the trip that we've had, everything has a grand story. And it always started, notably, hard work. Hard work. And it's interesting at that because people are very afraid and scared of hard work. But at the end of the day, when you look at where the hard work got them and gets them, mm -hmm. um, it's breathtaking. Yeah. So you have to go to the National Civil Rights Museum. That was incredible off of Mulberry Street here in Memphis, Tennessee. And then this goes back into the next one. We had lunch at the famous Rendezvous Charles Vargas restaurant. Famous for their ribs in downtown Memphis. It's in an alley since 1948. They seat almost 700 people. 750. 750. That's crazy. Three generations of family that has ran this restaurant. And really got to experience for the first time ribs. Yes, but not just any kind of ribs, though. Barbecued smoked ribs. They use, it's like a barbecue. We, this restaurant's next to the hotel. So every time we'd walk the dog, <laughs> we would smell barbecue. Yes. And Memphis is known for their barbecue. They are known for the food, obviously. But the barbecue, the ribs were so good. And it's because they baste them as they, as it's sitting in there. It takes a long time to barbecue chicken and different things like that. It is seasoned so well. You can buy some of their seasoning. You can buy some of their uh, barbecue sauce, which is delicious. Okay, so it's... And it came from a Greek family, remember? Right, right. And the grandfather worked hard to get to where he was because he had to find a recipe. Um, he had to find a special type of seasonings. So she, she told... So we learned that he tried different culture types of seasonings to come up with it. And so this is where our next interview is going to be. Yes. Because we are going to be talking to Anna Vargas Blair, who is the third generation owner 
of the restaurant. Yeah. And we're going to get a little bit of a history about it. And you're going to want to go see the vlog cast again to see what this restaurant looks like. See what the food looks like. Because it's so good. It is so good. We still have some of it in the fridge. Uh, Sammy obviously likes barbecue. <laughs> and we're going to be we're going to be driving home eating ribs in the car. It's so good. <laughs> and she even gifted us uh, seasonings. And some barbecue sauce, which we're going to go, oh my gosh. But you can actually buy the seasonings in the more the southeast sides of the United States. But you can buy it online as well. So you can go to their website Mm -hmm. and you can buy it online. You can even order food from them, have it shipped to your location, and you can cook it like they do at home. Even if you're out of state. Even if you're out of state, you can do that. Isn't that incredible? Yes. It yes. is. It is. Yeah. It is amazing. So we're going to go into our first interview. We're going to our second interview. We're going to talk to Anna, learn a little bit more about barbecue and our experience at Rendezvous. So let's go check out this amazing interview. always a great time to eat and we definitely just happened to stumble upon this amazing place where here in downtown Memphis in Tennessee we didn't know about it but now we do and we're so incredibly glad that we do we are here with Anna Vargas Blair at the rendezvous Welcome. No, thank you. You, you guys are welcome. I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> so we've already tasted some of it. Barbecue. Barbecue, barbecue. It's okay. I love the ambiance of it. Yes. <laughs> There's uh, a huge vibe here. There is. So would yes. you call that we're in the basement of the building? Yes. So we are, when you walk in this restaurant, you come down an alley and you walk down about 15 steps into a cavernous basement. That's incredible. We love it. We love it. So it has a lot of history here. So your grandfather was uh, from, as we were talking, and didn't realize that we weren't recording at this point, <laughs> but uh, come came from, uh, is Greek? Yes. And came up with the idea of how now this restaurant has become. So tell us a little bit about the history. Sure. So... He started the rendezvous in 1948. So this is our 75th anniversary this year. Wow. And it started as an ADC tavern, um, and but it was in this basement and an alley. So it's always kind of been here. Um, but he started selling ham and cheese sandwiches and beer, and it was a place in downtown Memphis 
mostly men, to be honest, would come eat lunch. Yeah. And he, it was doing okay. And then he realized he needed to diversify the menu. Ham and cheese and beer mm-hmm. was not going to support his family. So right. um, he started looking around, and a friend of his who owned a butcher said, you need to look at ribs. They're scrap meat. No one uses them. They're mm-hmm. really cheap. And he thought, this is a, that's a good idea. Yeah. Let's try it. He found an old coal chute in the basement and he was able, and that's where our pits are. So he was able to cook out of here using this old coal chute wow. in the pits. And so he tried ribs. He tried it, like I told you guys, with, um, he's Greek. So he tried it with kind of the Greek seasonings of vinegar, yeah. lemon juice, uh, garlic, salt, pepper, oregano. Mm-hmm. And my dad explains that he would bring them home and they were okay. Yeah. They tasted fine, mm-hmm. but they weren't spectacular. And it just so happened he also had to go to New Orleans on a trip. And there he fell in love with the spices, the, the Cajun spices, the paprikas, the cumins, the peppers, the, uh, those sorts of flavors. Yeah. And he came back, and so he combined the Greek with the Cajun flavors, and that's what you taste today here. And I think that's where this really took off, and that's what made the ribs. Wow. And they're good. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) of course, Willie had his favorite, so his first, I should say. Yeah. And The ribs. Wow. Seasoning is just perfection. (laughs) Now, how long will you, would, do you, or do you know, how long did it take him to perfect the, the recipe, I mean... You know, a little bit of it's lost to history. Uh, okay. You know, we, we wish we would have written all of this down. I'd say by the mid-50s, the ribs were on the menu. And nice. downtown Memphis started growing. He had a big... He had a friend in Kimmins Wilson who started the Holiday Inn. Yeah. And so what he'd do, do was bring some of his clients down to eat. And when that started, they would go out and tell other people about oh. it. And he is really the one that sort of made this place grow. Wow. And by the 60s, it had just taken off. And what was an 80-seat tavern now seats 750 people. So it's taken seven, 75 years, but we are a large, large restaurant. You are. It's yeah. huge. And there's so much uh, decor. And <laughs> we, we saw that. And you uh-huh. guys have catered to several presidents and uh, different uh, celebrities and you do catering, you do special events and do. you even, we talked about how um, your, now is your seasoning in stores as well as a barbecue yeah. sauce or is it just barbecue sauce? Both of them are. Both of them are. Both of them are. Oh. And we're mainly focused sort of in the Southeast region right. in terms of grocery stores, but there's, we sell online, we sell on Amazon. You know, we sell, yes. there's yes. ways yes. for other folks to get us than just getting it in a grocery store. That's, and it's delicious. Yes. It's delicious. Yes. And we were trying to, <laughs> Um, pick out the different flavors and stuff like that, which I really, really, really love. And I'm a big barbecue fan. And so you were talking about how you guys cook it in the, the pits where you're constantly basting it and it keeps the, the, the juice flavor in, doesn't make it too dry, doesn't make it too juicy, and which is perfect. Mm-hmm. I think which is important for meat products, you know. Um, and people call us, like, they'll say Memphis is known for dry ribs, and this is where that started. And sometimes we hate that name because you think, oh, the meat's dry. That doesn't sound yes. very yeah. good. But it really means that we don't 
cook it in sauce. And so, and at the end, we put seasoning on it. So it's a dry seasoning on top yeah. and not a saucy type of, of a rib. Yeah. It is good. It is very good. <laughs> it is really good. So, um, so let's talk about you for a little bit. Uh, you're, you're part of the family. You're the oldest. And now you've pretty much inherited this amazing business to an extent. So what would you say the biggest pride that you have when you come into work every day? For me, I think that it's just a really pleasant, happy place to be. Aww. So just to start off, just the atmosphere. Um, I just like coming down here every day. And I've had lots of other jobs, and I have I can't say that about all of them. It right. just, there's always something new and different, and the people down here and are you guys, And we were talking, you have a lot of loyalty. You have, a, you have employees that have been here for 50-something years. And, you know, and that's... That's incredible in itself, and you know, and I'm sure you know their families, you know their wife, their the wives, the kids, and the kids of you've grown with the kids, and the kids are now older now, you know, and that's an experience that a lot of people don't get, and so so that's good. I think one thing my grandfather really instilled in everyone is that you really, in order to have a place like this, you really have to invest in the people, yes. and so we. Are only open five days a week. We, oh, really? Yeah. So um, we only um, we take two weeks off in January, right at the end of the year. So everyone gets two weeks pay vacation. Wow! Then, wow! Um, we other than that, people get three weeks paid vacation. So people get their time to rest. They mm-hmm. have time to be with their family. We pay health insurance, and so it's just investing in them has has or investing, I guess, in all of us, myself yes. included, yes. has made everyone want to be here. And then when you are here, you want to work hard instead of being burnt out. Or yeah. um, I think it just changes the tenor of the place. It does. It raises the morale. Uh-huh. It does. It does. Yeah. So go ahead. Um, so just going to say this. This food is amazing. I probably said that Thank already, you. but I've tried several other things. And a consistent theme that I'm noticing is everything's so leveled. But there's so much, so much happiness in each of these stuff that I've tried. And I just really wanted to point that out. So what I would like to ask is, what do you think brings that happiness into the food? Like, there's got to be some other element to it. Well, I think tradition. Yeah. I think we were talking about it. We have a kitchen manager here now that's been here I'm going to make this up, but it's like 15, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he was taught by Bobby Ellis, who was our kitchen manager for 50 years. And he was taught by my grandfather who had been here, you know, from the right. beginning. And yeah. the same, we have cooks that have been on staff for 30, 40 years. And so I think when you have that tradition and you, we have not changed besides adding menu items, like the barbecue nachos or uh-huh. we have not changed the recipe for the ribs or changed how we do our cheese plates or wow. changed how we do our half chickens. Like we have, we do it like we've done it from the beginning right. because it's worked. And I just think the fact that we know how to do it and mm-hmm. we've been doing it for decades upon decades just makes it a really um, good experience. Yeah. And we know what we're doing Yeah, like when it comes to these particular menu items. Now, do you cook like this at home? No. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, get a, we get a lot of barbecue at work. Because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, gosh, the home life it must have been amazing, especially during Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's just the flavors just come out to it. Well, I have to say, my, my grandmother is Greek, or they're both Greek, mm-hmm. but so we, cook, we ate Greek at Thanksgiving and Christmas and really so that's the food that we eat which is also flavorful uh-huh. it's not spicy like we were you know talking right. about none of too right. spicy but it, it has spice to it yeah um, okay so so we're talking about that have you have y'all tried the uh have you ever barbecued a turkey before you ever tried that I mean, it'll take like forever to barbecue a turkey, but uh, you know what I'm saying? I'd, we have not here. Uh-huh. I think that's something we want to try in the future. I know a few other barbecue restaurants do in Memphis uh-huh. have barbecue turkey, but we haven't done it here. So do you guys, so like, uh, I'm, I'm, you're not open on holidays, right? No. no. So like before the holidays, do you guys offer like a specialty thing for the holidays? We do. We do hams. That would have been my next one to mm-hmm. ask. Yeah. So we, ham and cheese sandwich has been on the menu from the beginning. And right. the ham um, here is, is again, different. It has our spices on it instead of, uh-huh. it's not honey glaze. You know, it's it's not the, the normal The barbecue sauce and those spices on that ham, just, I can I can taste the, the flavor in it now. Mm-hmm. So we sell a lot for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for Easter. Yeah. All year round. Wow. Wow. I love that. I guess you guys hadn't sampled the ham. I should have brought, <laughs> should have brought some of that over. Oh no, it's all good. No, <laughs> I, I, it, we were talking holidays and you guys, you know, we've been talking forever and we forgot to turn on the record button. Yeah. But, um, you know, and I'm thinking holidays. I'm sitting there going, gosh, what menu item would be really good that they could do for the holidays? And, and turkey and ham was obviously the one, but I can imagine a ham in there and the flavors because the flavors in this are just mouthwatering. And this is not promotion. This is yeah. This is pure yes, mouthwatering, yes, yes. and it's really, really good. And I just, I'm speechless because I just I was, don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm yeah. trying to think <laughs> of the questions that I haven't already asked. So we also ship. So we ship our. Food. Yes. And we ship a lot of ribs as gifts for the holidays. And I think mm-hmm. it breaks up the monotony of holiday food, too. So if you're eating a lot, like for Thanksgiving, we do a lot of after Thanksgiving meals. Because ah. I think people have had that stuffing and right. gravy and turkey and all that. And so they come, and this is just a totally different thing yeah. for them to eat right after the holidays. Wow. And mm-hmm. so... And when we got here, you you showed us the, the the kitchen, and there's four chefs back there. There's four pits back there, and every pit is manned by a couple by a well, two can be manned by one person, but then there's there's about four people behind that line. Yes. Wow, for wow. almost, and I, I'm gotta be there's gotta be times that this restaurant is full. There for for like four people, that's a lot. It's a lot. But the there's fact, people that are running food and doing yes. different things as well, uh-huh. but. Yes, nobody. I mean, you saw the space. It's not yes, big. Yeah. It's not big. Only a few people can. So fit when you do there. the shipping, you guys have a separate kitchen. We do. And I'm, I'm assuming that one's much bigger than, than this one. Or it's is bigger it about than the, the one. Same? It's bigger than the one in the front of the restaurant. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, right. but it's not huge. It's not huge. Okay. All right. So. You're, but I have to. This might shock you. So on a busy, on a super busy Saturday night, if we are really churning, we can serve. I think our our max has been four thousand people in a day. What? Like wow. this? If this place is turning, you know, turning burning, like it can, uh-huh. we can serve a lot of people in a. So wow. 
here's a curiosity question. I don't know if you can answer it. So how on, on a busy day, how, how many, how much pounds of I know what question you're about to ask, and I always forget the answer. It's all good. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's all good. If someone, if someone walks past that and no one knows the answer, I'll give it to but you. But I'm sure it's a lot. Though. It's a lot. Or on average, how many orders do you guys get deliveries as far as uh, when you say that you ship for the holidays? On average, how many shipments do you think you guys so get? on a, over a christmas season we can ship around eight to ten thousand wow packages there was even more during coven when everyone was home yeah yeah we would ship even more but now that people can, can eat now here. when you say that you can ship you can ship like out of state we do wow really? and how oh. how far in advance should a person order and how long does it generally take to get to them so over the holidays i would say in in normal times not holiday season mm -hmm. you just order the day before and we ship we ship everything overnight tw within 24 hours wow and we do that because we are fedex we've been shipping with fedex forever and they're in memphis they're based in memphis and so we've oh, had this okay. relationship with them for years and years um so we ship you go online you order we could have it to your door tomorrow during the holidays i'd say order a little bit earlier mm -hmm. just because shipping companies do get backed up and and this is already cooked food or fully cooked just like you have it here and then we flash freeze it box it up and you get it we ship it with a little bit dry ice and when you get it, it'll be frozen or have thawed just a little bit. And you put it in your fridge and we have really easy heating instructions. Oh, wow. Really? In the box, wow. you're going to make that base that you see that they're basting uh -huh. with. Uh -huh. We give instructions on how to do that. And you can put them on your grilling, put them in the oven, oh. however you want to heat them up. Wow. Wow. I like that. I do. One thing I really like about that is that you're preserving, like, if you, it's basically like you're eating here at the restaurant then. That's what we try. We try it. We don't just throw it in kind of a styrofoam box and send it your way. We, it's a, the box we think is a fun experience right. to you open it. We put chef hats in it. Oh. Wet naps <laughs> like we give out here. Sure. That's cute. Easy heating instructions. Uh -huh. It's just a full, ex you get a bottle of sauce and seasoning with it. It's just a full experience to do at home. Wow. If you can't make it to Memphis. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But you yeah. have to make it to Memphis oh, because course, experiencing here is just, right. you know. There's it, something about being here in this restaurant that I think you just have to be here for yourself to experience it. I mean, and then also another thing, too, is just walking around. Like, I at least I've noticed that each area has its own different vibe to it. Right. Like, they're all positive, but each one has a different yeah. vibe to it, too. And I think, you know, people have asked why we haven't franchised before and I think that's the exact reason. There's no way to replicate this. No, you can't. You can't replicate the people. You can't replicate the yeah. space. This, like, there's stuff hung all over everywhere. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know where you get that these days. <laughs> um, we have a sled sitting above us now. I, I see that. Yeah. I was just looking at that. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, sled perfect for the holidays. <laughs> right. Perfect for the holidays. Yeah. Like, but that's up there around. I bet. Um, it is. But you know what you're doing is a unique way of authentic. Yes. In a sense. So it's really good. So, I, um, so no, I mean, franchising it out would, I think, take away from, I'm looking for the word, the authentic style of what yeah. your grandfather built, you know, and the experience in itself. And we also want people to come to Memphis. Yes. Yeah. And so if you want to say you want that rendezvous experience, you should uh -huh. can get it at home, but really and truly to get the full atmosphere and experience. Yes. So you need to come to Memphis. Here would be a question. So, okay. 
So the front entrance. Yes. Was that the original entrance or was the entrance we came through in the alley the original entrance? It's always been in the alley. Okay. Oh. So the upstairs wasn't even around until I was young. Um, the late 80s-ish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That used to be kind of office area. Okay. So that wasn't a door that could have even gotten down here. So it's always been this basement alley wow. entrance. Wow. And we honestly didn't even know that all this, from the alley, you wouldn't know that it was this big space yeah. just by looking at the, the you know, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Dragon uh, trash can through. No, it's all good. Uh, you wouldn't even know that you guys have this big space from looking at this tiny door in the, in the alleyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what interests us when we first walked uh-huh. in. I'm sitting here going, yeah. Okay, because when you first walk in, you see part of the the restaurant, the second floor, right. and then you see the stairs, and you're like, okay, that's where the, the the desk is, and we're like, okay, all right, well, that's where we need to go, and then you go to the side, and you're like, oh my gosh, this thing stretches like mystery hall. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's so much space. It's so huge, and then you were telling us there's more floors where your office is and everything else, so... Is this is the, this building the same one where the catering kitchen and all that is? No, that's in a different part of downtown. Different part oh. of downtown. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's closer to kind of the Bass Pro Shops pyramid. Oh, um, yes. That area. Yes. Yeah, and this wasn't always like this. The restaurant wasn't always this big. Uh-huh. It was just when you came down the stairs, that old side. We call that the old side. That was yeah. it. And then they kind, of, is on Second Street. they kind of busted through this side and made this. Um, a secondary kitchen, and then they went up. Oh. Wow! So but it's expanded over the years. People always ask, you know, can't you add French fries to the menu, or can't you add whatever? Our space is now what is what it is. Like, there's no more room for anything right. else. And if you think about what you, everything that has to come in this place into a basement, so there's yeah. elevators and stairs, and and then it all has to then come back out in terms of trash and yeah. all that. So, so to add anything to the menu is really tough here. Mm-hmm. Or to add any new kind of trying to do something different in the kitchen. Right. Or, mm-hmm. We just don't have that space. We right. push every crevice we can um, here to make, make it what it is now. Right. Exactly. It's hard to do anything else. There's not much more space to get. I bet. I bet. But what you have is just perfect anyway. Yes. Yes. But, um, well, we we appreciate it. Yeah. It's the ambiance of uh, the restaurant. Yeah. And thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much for allowing us. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's thank you so much for allowing us to try it and be a part of it and Oh, I'm so glad you guys are here and you did. Oh, I'm so Everybody glad we got invited. Yeah, this is this great. This is just so exciting. It's really, great. honestly. And just being here and listening to the stories and just overall feeling it, it it's definitely an experience that everyone needs to come and experience. Yes. It's it it's Thank a you. must do and yes. see in Memphis. We agree. We agree. Yes. We agree. Yes. We thank you. Because we would have never again. We would have never even known about yeah. it until uh, you guys brought us over here. Because who would think to go look in an alley? Right. You know. Uh-huh. Who would think, to, <laughs> yeah. especially yeah. that alley? Because there's what just you and a mural, and that's 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 it. That's and it. you know, I don't you, think any business consultant these days would have put this place here. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think so. But mm-hmm. it's it, it's just like it's one of those. It's like a. Um, 
it's definitely a downtown type place because yes. you would go it's like going to an alley restaurant in new york or la or something like that and and they're always the happening places and that's why when i was like oh live music but you said you have the jukebox which is even better um but then the ambiance of it, the decorations and everything that's in here is just like incredible so thank you. we're happy about it but yeah thank you so much for the invite we're gonna dig more back into this food oh yeah uh, <laughs> you know we can't leave this food sitting around doing nothing <laughs> mm -hmm. it's so good it's so good and tell everybody where they can find you so we are online our website is hogsfly.com Hogsfly? Like pigs fly, but hogs fly. Hogsfly, so H okay. Yeah, H-O-G-S-F-L-Y. And then we're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. They're all kind of different names, but Instagram is at Rendezvous Memphis. Perfect. Excellent. Perfect. Highly recommended. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. We thank appreciate you it. I love her. I really do. She's so wonderful. So wonderful. What a great experience. And she was, it was interesting because she was worried about the background noise. I'm like, no, that's part of the ambiance of being in this restaurant. Yes. That's what makes it a great restaurant. And the fact that, you know, they have a lot of loyalty. The one thing that I prided her in is the fact that there has been people that worked at that restaurant for almost close to 50 years. Coming from a culinary background and restaurants, dude, that's hard to accomplish. That much loyalty. And this is not just uh, one person. This is several people, majority yes. of the staff. Yes. And they treat them well. They get it. They give them a great time off. They pay them well. The, they, they know they've put their kids through college, through homes. Oh, my gosh. They get it. They do. They get it. I told her she needs to go teach some of these hospitality restaurants, how it works, yeah. because you just do not hear that ever, ever. So it's great. And the food was spectacular. The, oh, the environment is just great, even though it's down an alley, which is safe. It's wonderful. It's just different. Yeah. Very different. And in the fact that uh, they ship their food, they've grown over the course of the years. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. It was such a great experience. We never expected it. Never expected it. Well, we, after that, we went over to the Stax Museum of American Soul Music. Yeah. Now, the Stax Museum is actually an old recording studio. It, um, it, it like, uh, it has it, Otis Redding, Booker T and the MGs, Isaac Hayes, all recorded there, all from Stax Records. Mm -hmm. They have so much memorabilia on how they started, how, Evolved over the years, and then the wall of records that they had that was kind of yeah. cool. Um, and then the different many of artists that have made a difference in stack records is there. Uh, from 1959 to 1974, it was a tiny movie theater that turned into a recording studio in South Memphis and uh, produced all kinds of hits. I can't even remember. Um, how many hits did the film say that they had? Oh, no, but it was quite a bit. Plenty. <laughs> quite a bit. And, you know, you start off with a, a, a film which is, is definitely recommended. Yeah. Highly recommended, I should highly say. Highly recommended. And even though it it's about, what, 16 minutes It's long? 16 minutes but long. But it doesn't feel like that because when you're watching it, I really enjoyed the storytelling and just the... The vibe of it because yes. i mean we're we're it's talking soul. about soul music it's soul and you know i was talking to the guy while you were doing some of the filming stuff in there and i was sitting there saying I said music today is just not the way it was growing up 
And of course, he's he's got more years than I do. And but I go music, even growing up in the 80s and 90s, there was feeling to him. There was emotion oh, to yeah. him. There was a point to him. There was yeah. a story to him where music now, I think, is almost just words. Mm-hmm. It's it's competitive words. It's not music that pulls from the heart because there would be no TV. There would be no movies. There would be nothing if it wasn't for music. Yeah. Music is what builds the soul and opens up the soul and opens up the heart. And Stax, I think, it's on the other side of town. Um, and it, it, it just, it gives you that sense. It tells you how it was made. And you can walk through their original recording studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we actually, usually when an artist of theirs passes... They do a tribute to him, and they didn't know that uh, Gene Knight had died until I had told them that. Gene Knight recorded uh, Mr. Big Stuff. Yes. So they're going to do a tribute to her. They didn't know that. And I'm like, so, oh, I'm so glad that I got to, got to inform you about that so you can do what they originally do. And it's connected to a music academy, which is great, because a lot of young kids wanting to learn music the right way. Yes. And they get the privilege of visiting uh, the Stax Museum. One thing I really enjoyed was walking through the area where they had all the records. Yes, the and records it's wall. not just it's not just like a few of them. We're talking about a lot. Oh yes, and their gold records and everything. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, it is a beaut. Again, you gotta go to the vlogcast to go look at it. But um, it was a wonderful experience, and I'm so glad we did that because yes. I didn't even know that it even existed. Mm-hmm. Did not know that it existed at all. Um, that is on East Micklemore Avenue. And we forgot to say that the Rendezvous restaurant is on South 2nd Street in Memphis. Yes. And you found the website to, it's memphistravel.com yes. for Memphis tourism. So they can plan your itinerary. So thank you for finding that. And then we concluded our night at this cute little restaurant called Second Line. Right. Um, it is by... New Orleans food chef, Kelly English. So what's interesting about this is that it looks like it's in a house. It does look like it's in a house. It's (laughs) off of Monroe Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. We had, uh, I had a Cajun turkey po' boy. And you had. I had the honey pepper. Uh, fried chicken. chicken. Yes. Oh, it was so but good. No, it was the, bon- boneless. Yes, that and the fact that there's so there's a few things. First, the sauce that the fried chicken had, I did not even, I couldn't even possibly. Oh, it was good. It, it was so good. It was really good. It was so good. And then another thing was the way, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, the way the chicken was fried. Yes. It didn't taste like regular. It wasn't oily. Yes. It yes. was not oily, which a lot of fried chicken really is. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not oily. It was it was it was perfectionally cooked. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And I also had the uh, the gumbo, which was seafood and and uh, indoli. Uh, I think I'm saying it wrong. Gumbo, which was really good too, because they used tomato and Worcestershire sauce in it, which is not common in gumbo but it has such a flavor i'm a big fan of Worcestershire sauce this chair is extremely uncomfortable 
<laughs> it's my butt is going into the ground and sitting there going, oh, Lord, um, I'm going to have to get up and walk during this interview in just a, in a minute. But um, but yes, I am a big fan of Worcestershire sauce. And that's a very common piece of seasoning here in uh, Memphis, I've noticed. But to put that in gumbo, because I put that in beef stew. I put that in beef stew and I put that in vegetable soup yes. as well. Oh, it is so good. It mm-hmm. was really so good. But yes, it does look like a house. Uh, you'll have to see that on the vlog as well. Yeah. And then right across the street at the Memphian Hotel, if you go way up to the top floor, it's called Cocktails at Tiger and Peacock. It's on the rooftop. You get an area view of the Memphis. The theming of that, there is a lot of decor in that room, a tiger room. It is beautiful in there. Um, you do have a dress code in there and there is a minimal that you have to pay to get in, to get in there. So you want to check that out. Um, but yeah, as you guys can tell, we ate a lot of food. (laughs) Um, so our final day breakfast at the liquor store. Now that is interesting is to say you're having breakfast at a liquor store, but it's not a liquor store. It's a retro diner, um, featuring an all day breakfast and, and full bar where you can have you can have drinks and <laughs> eat your bacon too or pancakes. It's on Broad Avenue in downtown Memphis, and then they have so many different shopping experiences that we got to experience over at Broad Avenue. Lots of great Memphis gifts and little snack shops and different uh, unique businesses and art galleries, art studios, services and restaurants and bars and so many ports places including the sugar ghost ice cream which we didn't have that's on broad avenue again and then we went to something we spent several hours there it's called the edge motor museum yeah the edge motor museum is all about different retro cars and how those cars were built and the one thing that i love about the edgewater museum it's on marshall avenue which is right right next to sun studios yeah so if you're going to go to sun studios then you want to walk next door to or across the street to edge motors and check out these cars and the one thing i loved about these vehicles and the history behind these vehicles now there's two there's two options to this when you first come in they they give you a grand little tour a small little tour it's and then like they, the show floor so yeah it's a speak. show floor it's actually in an old garage um, that they built cars back in the day that ended up becoming a garage, ended up becoming a lot of different things. Now it's a museum. And you can still see the, the, uh, beams, at the, the beams at the top. They're still there from the original on how they built the cars. Yeah. So it's very nice, very unique. Uh-huh. But the one feature that I like about this is after you do the show floor, you can go go on a self-guided tour where you can go and read and and do whatever you want to do by yourself or you can get a guided tour and it's free it's no additional cost yeah and you're going to want to do the guided tour because then the guide can tell you the stories of these cars and there's interesting stories because back in the day there were like only three brand of cars and they were competitive in so many ways. And sometimes, even what I gathered from some of the stories, is some of, the, some of these creations were selfish creations. Yes. They were almost self-centered creations to an extent of sitting there going, oh, well, the wife just wanted a car, so the car designer just decided to make a car. <laughs> you know, that just doesn't happen anymore. But you learn a lot of history about it. You learn how cars have evolved over the years, even from tires. 
yes, and how they were made and aesthetics. And I think what was inter one of the points that was really stood out to me is that fine, you had a car that, you know, it's all about statistics and yes. specs and all that. And then there were cars that were all about the look. Oh, yes. And you you noticed that, that you know, the, back in the day, how cars that were thousands of dollars, Mustangs, and how it, it was really a competitive thing from Mustangs to Carvettes. <laughs> and then you get to see the story behind from the movie of Ford and Fiari. Ferrari, yeah. Yes. So there's a lot of history in there, and people miss that. Mm -hmm. People miss that. And they even, in their gift shop, they sell blinker fluid. So think about that. Just <laughs> really quick, think about that, is that you can buy blinker fluid. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about the blinker fluid. So there's a <laughs> lot of unique things in the gift shop. But, um, but yeah. I. But in the fact that they get those, because the cars are rotated out every, like. They're donated vehicles. Yeah. So it's an organization. So it's donated vehicles. So the, the cars switch every now and again. And these are people that have rebuilt these vehicles or have had these vehicles the way they were when they original bought them, whenever, well. And then they bring them to the museum and they get them on display. The one thing that fascinated me was the final restorations. Because when you look at them, now I could be wrong on this, but like if you're watching a film, you know, it's, you're, if you're watching a timepiece film, you know, you, they usually look for cars during that time period and try to match it to the best of the ability. And you can kind of say, okay, well, did it really look that polished? You yes. know, but when we went through the museum, it looked authentic. Like it didn't look like it was just restored and fine. It looks all pretty and all that stuff. There was even one specific car and I'm, I don't remember the, the name of the car, but the finish on the, on the, um, the hood, um, the way that it was done was the original way that the manufacturer yes. um, had the, the and it was like a glossy They coat. take care of those cars while yeah. they're in there because he said that they will pull, pull them into the garage, which we saw, and um, they will run the car. They'll take it out on the street, run it. So that way the body in the inside of the car is getting fluids and circulating so it doesn't dry out. So they're preserving what that car originated as. Yeah, yeah. So you'll definitely want to watch the vlogcast because we took a lot of video oh, yes. and we took a tour with the video on there. So you'll want to see that. But it was so unique from the cars that were, that looked like almost horse and carriage mm -hmm. to the day from it evolved from there to you looking at the, the infamous Marilyn Monroe car. And they show you pictures of some of these celebrities, including Marilyn Monroe and their original cars. Plus the car that um, the 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 guys that walked on the moon got that over the oh, course the of years. Oh, the astronauts! Yes, yeah. Then they show you the advertisements that they used. Now for that back was in the day. interesting. Very cool, and it's extremely preserved. I yes, mean, even when you look at the gallery of the different uh, photos. Yes, um, like the ads and stuff like that. Magazine covers. It's very well preserved. It is. It is. It's it's very unique. So you'll have to go to it. It's, again, Marshall Avenue, Edge Motor Museum. It's so much fun. And then, you know, lunch on Monroe Avenue, which would have been uh, rotisserie serving dinner. 
lunch, breakfast, and brunch. Um, very, we, I like, again, the same type of seasonings. It's so good. And then we went and did a, a really cool concept. We went over to the Peabody Hotel and saw the ducks do their march. Went up to the <laughs> penthouse uh, at the top of the penthouse. Got some great visuals. Oh, my gosh, of downtown Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. Yes. And then we saw the lobby with the large Christmas tree. And it gave us that old Hollywood deco. Remember, I was like, oh, this almost reminds me of the Roosevelt on Hollywood Boulevard. Right. Yeah, it gives you that really... Clear away. There's only two Peabody hotels left. There's one in Little Rock in here in Memphis, Tennessee. That's all that's left. And they, they switch out the ducks every four months when I learned. It's a whole history. It's a whole presentation yeah. that you have to get there early for. Yeah. But it was a cute, it was a cute presentation. And then we had our final dinner at, how would you say it? Cook. Oh, you got me. So Kokoska or something like that. No, no, Co we're going to pronounce it correctly. Kokoza. <laughs> right. Okay, there you go. Um, it's an American style Italian restaurant. Um, and it was so good. I had lasagna. You had Parmesan chicken. We had the garlic bread and the meatballs. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, so that was a was so good. nice pairing. And you want to know something I noticed at that restaurant, which I was found fascinating? They don't sell soda. Yeah, but they do sell Italian, Italian soda. Italian soda, yes, which we didn't drink. We didn't drink, but it was good. It was so good. And then the, the way, that, at least for mine, with the chicken parmesan, the penny noodles... It was, they are so rich. Yes. Oh, it was delicious. Oh, Handmade. my goodness. Everything was delicious at that restaurant. Best way to end it. Best way to end it. Off of Main Street in Memphis, Tennessee. And then we did a drive-through. Got a little rainy for a little bit over at Shelby Forms Park. Starry Nights. Yep. A lot of Christmas presentations. It is Shelby Farms' largest events. Lots of Christmas displays featuring more than 35 million yes million lights it was a wonderful presentation you got to stay in your car with it you turn your headlights off and you listen to christmas music as you go around and see all the different christmas displays yep it was absolutely wonderful and then you know here we are back at the hotel and um you know concluding what we have and might do some additional experiences maybe tomorrow morning i don't know or maybe head out don't know that either but uh, we could have some breakfast, um, you know, at a brewery maybe, and then adventure walk into some, into one of the parks here in downtown Memphis, or go to the Big River Crossing, which we saw tonight. Yes, we, we did. We saw the bridge tonight. So, we did. So yes, so you'll want to go to MemphisTravel.com and plan your Memphis, Tennessee vacation, and it has been absolutely a wonderful experience for us. It has been amazing. Uh, we do want to thank Memphis Tourism for inviting us. Thank you. Yes, this <laughs> has been wonderful. The hotel's been nice. The food obviously has just <laughs> gave us wonderful memories that we will have to come back for. Yes. Uh, the attractions, the history, everything about it. Um, the people that we have met here. And it's interesting because I'm just now one person i just met uh, not too long ago and i you know one thing i just learned about him like well darn if i would have known that's what you would have done i would have interviewed you he's a memphis historian Ooh. 
He was asking me again if there was any questions about Memphis. And I'm like, everybody's answered a lot of different questions, but oh, I could have come up with a ton of questions to ask him because he's a historian from Memphis. There's probably so much history that we probably miss and we can't cover in just a short amount of time. Yeah. So, yes. So you'll want to check out our vlogcast again, our visual presentation on your smart TV apps, wherever you get your streaming apps. The Spotify app, which is free. You may need to start up a Spotify account or use your Spotify account. But it's free. It is free. It's called What About Our Life Adventures to see our visual presentation of this amazing trip. And, of course, you'll want to go to our website at kristenwill.com. You can watch the same visual episode on the Chris Will Network, which is also free. And you can find out more appearances, more locations that we'll be visiting, media appearances, tourism places, and different things of what's going on with Chris and Will that we really haven't put on the website quite yet. Yeah. So you'll want to stay tuned with that and all the happenings and all that fun stuff. And you'll want to keep tabs with us because we do post a lot of different things on TikTok now. Uh, a lot of different press conferences and little visuals and different surprises, including new new series show, a moment of their life that we'll be bringing out. Uh, so you'll want to go to our TikTok page and you'll want to go to our other social media outlets, which are Instagram at Chris.Ann.Will, Facebook at The Real Prince Charmings, and TikTok at Prince Charmings of Podcast. Of course, and keep tabs with us because we're doing more for the holidays. You know, we're explaining the holidays, showcasing the holidays doing a lot of different things so we're very excited about it again we want to thank memphis tourism for giving us this wonderful opportunity we want to thank you guys for being a part of our life and supporting us and giving us these opportunities that we can share with you so thank you guys so much remember to love yourself and the world will love you in return and just like with us we're making our dreams happen make your dreams happen find your word stick to your word change your word learn from your word grow with your word balance your word and you know what find your dreams go after your dreams it can happen may not happen right away but it can happen it will happen you just stay with it all right charmers it has been our pleasure for this episode we're going to wrap it up here in memphis tennessee we love you guys thank you guys so much but from the prince charmings of podcasting right now we have to say good night and we have to say bye bye happy holidays guys Today's episode is broadcasted on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and other podcast media platforms. Recorded at the Chris Will Studios in Celebration, Florida, this has been a Chris Will production, distributed by the Cali New York Corporation. Copyright Chris Will Studios 2023. All rights reserved. ChrisandWill.com for brand details and additional episode information.